Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another podcast. This one today is about something that is detrimental to the overall success long-term of your journey. So long-term-wise, it's really important to be... Or it's better to approach something with the vision for something long-term rather than something short-sighted. So um, there is something that happened to me on a very similar diet that I was doing or that I'm doing now something that happened that actually threw me off of the plan. And really, I think this is a universal point that everyone who has lost weight needs to be uh, careful of. And I referenced it a little bit on the last podcast. I really want to focus in on it now because I think there's a lot of good points that might help on the journey. And it has to do with a success point. Uh, Now, it doesn't mean when you get success, but there is a particular success point where you've achieved somewhat of your goal you're not completely there yet but you've achieved enough of your goal to really start seeing the benefits so good example you start fitting into things that you haven't fit before or you're below a particular weight that you never thought you would be you know if you've been in the threes or the 400s you know i haven't been in the 200s or the 300s in a long time a lot of these uh, milestones or success points are trouble for us because they're invitations to let up or to not work as hard or look how far i've come now yes it is important to take those milestones and utilize them for a kind of propulsion to keep going But I will tell you time and time again from personal experience, um, the time that I went on HCG and I lost like 64 pounds in 30 days, uh, right before I met my wife was probably one of the most successful journeys that I've had in the sense that I was very similar in what I'm doing now. High protein, I was doing lower carb to start, I was watching my calories, I knew what was in my food, I had um, kind of a, a good awareness of food education, Uh, It's not that I lost that food education when I started gaining weight. It's just I didn't want to put the effort in to really look or because the food labels are constantly changing. The industry, the diet industry, how they're trying to sell us stuff is constantly changing. So in that time, and this is around 2010, right around 2010, where I was very successful in the sense that I would always be the token really, really big guy. And so because I was always the token big guy, I was the safe guy to hang around. Um, nobody of the opposite sex is gonna have any feelings for me. It's it's kind of the, well, Dustin should know that he's the big guy, so you know there should be no expectation for any kind of next this, next that. So you know as I began to lose weight, I got the attention of a few people that I never realized I would get the attention of. And so what happens with that is I got from a position of being isolated, being alone, being by myself, being overweight, wanting to turn things around, turning things around, but then now getting into more social situations to where my high protein, low carb, my plan that I had been successful with was being deterred because I was in more of an environment that was off of my plan. So I would go out to restaurants more, I would have more social gatherings, I would spend more time in other places that I typically wouldn't go because I'm isolated or I'm alone. And so that was really a success point determinant for me. I achieved some success, I got to a point where I started enjoying the social aspect of, hey, somebody wants to talk to me because I'm not 
uh, obese or I've lost weight and people want to hang around me. It's, it's really funny how that happens. Um, but you know, the social situations increase all of a sudden now that I've lost some weight. Well now, what's made me successful up until a point is now being in a sense deterred because I'm now presented with a whole different set of challenges where I'm now in more of a social setting. And so my success point deterred me because I was in a situation that I wasn't prepared for. So a lot of us, and I think of a good friend and I, I don't know if he'll listen to this, but his name is Sugar Free Rich. Sugar Free Rich, he has been through an amazing transformation of documenting his journey of losing weight from the Dog Pound Gym in LA. He actually is a meal prep guy. Now, I see him when he started his journey and I see how um, social people are around him. And this is just simply observance at this point and I could be dead wrong, but I see more of a wow, he's done a lot or he's reached a certain uh, certain success point and so now he's at a point where i'm seeing a lot more people be social with him and i don't know if that's the case and it probably would be best if i actually spoke with him about that but it just seems like everything's a little bit more social now since he's gone through this certain point of success and so people are a little bit more social his uh, social life has probably changed because when you're obese and overweight if you don't have like a direct circle around you, the people outside your circle don't typically want to hang out with you or spend time with you. But now you're presented with a whole different situ uh, social situation because you're now having people wanting to spend time with you. So I didn't adjust before and prepare myself for the abrupt changes that would happen when I became successful in losing some weight that people would notice. Now, there is another success point that's self-sabotage and really doesn't have anything to do with social situations or those around us, it has to do with the mentality of I've done really, really well. And so now that I've done really, really well, I can let up the gas a little bit. I can let up, I can uh, relax. And, and again, this is not the social side or the social interaction side, but this is simply the mentality of I don't have to work out as hard. I don't have to do what I've been doing. I don't have to push towards my final goal because I'm happy with how far I've come. Even though I've set a goal for losing X amount of weight, I've, I've lost a lot of weight. I'm getting a lot of attention. I really enjoy it. Um, you know, I'm getting, I'm fitting into clothes I haven't fit in before. That success point, that separate success point is very detrimental. And I'll say that relates directly with my journey as well, is that you know, kind of going back to when I first met my wife, I was getting a lot of attention and my, I guess, MO was I always liked somebody because they liked me first. And so it was kind of the insecurity of making sure I wait for someone to like me before I make that decision to step forward and like them. It's just how it's been since middle school, high school, everything in between. And so my wife was really kind of the first one where I was like, I am digging this girl, um, woman. I am digging this female right here. So I need to, to make a move. And so a lot of my journey with my wife has been a lot of firsts and me stretching myself and, and going after something that typically I wouldn't, uh, I would need to feel safe for. But 
that was right around my success point where I got to a point where I was getting the attention. Things were fitting the way they hadn't ever fit before. Um, clothes were just more of an option for me. I had lost over a hundred pounds. I was getting the attention of, wow, oh my gosh, remarkable. I'm getting all this attention. I'm getting all this fluff of what I've done. And I remember getting to that point and letting up, like not continuing with intensity that got me to that point. And I wasn't at my goal. I think I was probably hovering at the top 200s at that point. And I mean, probably 290 is where I'm thinking I probably got as low as maybe 280. And again, my goal has always been to be 220, 225. Um, that, that was my end goal. But I got to 280 and said, okay, well, I'm good. Like I've got the attention. I've got uh, the opposite sex paying attention to me. I've got clothes that fit. I've got all these things that I never thought were possible before so I can let up just a little bit because I've gotten a lot of what I've hoped for. And that's where the success point comes in and becomes trouble is because I settled for almost. I settled for, yeah, that's good, but it's not the goal. Yeah, I got to a point that I really enjoyed what was happening around me, but it wasn't the end result. And so that is what is detrimental for our journey if you're on, uh, if you've lost the weight or something to prepare for when you lose weight. Because I'm a big believer that if you put in the work and it's not just, hey, you got to put in two hours of, at the gym and make sure you eat right, but there's a part of the journey that is important in searching out information. So for the most part, some random guy on Instagram that you've connected with me, and then some random way of either clicking the link in my bio, swiping up on a story, whatever it is, you landed yourself here in this podcast at this very moment. There has to be something to be said about the interest in wanting to take care of yourself if you've gotten to a point of listening to this in this podcast. I'm some random person talking about his journey and you're here listening to this and it's important to know that there is value in the fact that you're taking time to listen to an experience or experiences that I've had to try to help and benefit your own particular journey. So with that, with that kind of point to it, I would say if you're there now and you've gotten a lot of success but you're not all the way there, do not let up. Now, if you have yet to start your journey or you're in the very beginning, be prepared for what's to come. Because if you're listening to this podcast, you're putting yourself in a pretty good position to say, you know what, I'm, I'm going to be successful long term. You're going to be successful, but be careful because that success will sometimes be the deterrent of your really overall goal. I want to lose 150 pounds. Well, when you get to 125 and things slow down a lot, do you have the stamina to uh, deal with the stall and the plateau? And do you have the strength to work a little bit harder than you did initially? Because you think about it, if I was 534 pounds and I'm moving weight around, I'm moving my own body around, I'm burning more calories than I am now walking around with 220 pounds. There's a big difference. The expenditure of energy carrying 500 pounds versus 220 pounds, just very different. So 
we always um, we always see like the last 25 pounds for a lot of people that have been successful be difficult to come off because there comes a point where you lose hey I want to lose 150 you lose 125 and that last 25 just is impossible to break it just feels like it's just tough to get it anywhere through the goal of getting there the, like the final goal and so that's where the success point comes in. Think about that mentality. Oh, I've lost 125 pounds. I'm not quite at my goal, but man, I've done so much. Clothes fit me like I never have. I've gotten the attention. I'm able now to get into a relationship with what, uh, which wasn't possible before. And so there's all these almost or all these success points, but it's not all that you were going for. And so that's very dangerous because you get into a habit of settling for something you wouldn't typically do that got you to your your goal weight. And this is kind of a, a larger talk to the overall lifestyle change than instead of going on some extreme intense diet, getting on something that is more sustainable, more maintainable long-term. That way if you do reach a success point, you're not deterring yourself too uh, far off than your current diet or current program, that you're developing an overall approach of health for your, um, for your weight loss journey or for your health journey and it's not going to be too much of a change but for the most part a lot of us get on a particular diet we excuse me lose a good amount of weight and then we get to a point where we kind of pivot out of that to more of a less restrictive kind of diet and that's where really that that's where the trouble comes in that's where you know you weren't eating bread you weren't eating rice or you weren't eating starches and then you get to a point of losing 125 out of 150 and you let up a little bit this is really a, an episode about not letting up and not giving up until you get to your goal. And then also, and kind of veer off into this, just know that the last 25 is gonna be rough and it's gonna really test if you did it right. I last, uh, the last 25, 30 pounds for me didn't move for six months. Imagine six months of waking up every day not seeing nothing move and I'm doing everything I was supposed to be doing I'm doing everything that I was doing but it wasn't moving and I think the next podcast topic will probably be uh, dealing with stalls and plateaus and kind of understanding them a little bit more I think I've gone into that before but I think it's uh, always good to look about it look at it in a different way just to constantly refresh the potential sources or ways through the struggle of stalls and plateaus because that's a, that's a mind um, that messes with the mind heavily and where the mind goes is where the body follows and so if you get the the mind in the right place your body's going to be in good shape but the last 25 30 pounds for me it took a while to come off and it, it took a real um grit to get through it and just continue on to do what i'm doing and i'm here today really to say on this podcast that it's that last 25 is going to be rough and that you got to prepare for it you got to be patient and you got to know that that last 25 is testing you that last 25 is testing if you really really did this transformation this weight loss this health thing right because if you get four months in and nothing's moving and you just go right back to old heating habits whatever you started and whatever you got into wasn't long-term or maintainable because to step off 
meaning it, it means simply that you got into something that wasn't something you could stick to long term. So that test is important to pass because if you're able to work through six months of nothing, like six months of not nothing moving, just nothing, and you're like, you know what, I'm okay. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm putting in the work that I need to put in. So it's gonna come off when it's gonna come off. And really, I had to come to a point of really embracing that, that statement. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm working out the way I need to. At this point, I need to get my eyes off the scale. I need to get my eyes off of what's in discouraging me or making me feel like I'm not doing anything. And I need to focus on just keep doing what I'm doing. Do what I enjoy. Find the lifestyle that works for you long-term that if something doesn't move, your scale doesn't move for six months, you're okay because you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. You're sticking what you need to be sticking to. And so that was important for me. And that's where the success points and the test of you doing it right really comes in. Because again, 125 is gonna come off the scale. You're gonna be really happy. Things are gonna fit, things are gonna feel good, people are gonna compliment you, they're gonna say this and say that. They're gonna talk you up like they never knew you before and they're seeing you for the first time. And it's gonna feel really good. But don't let that momentary feel good deter you from the overall big goal of what you're trying to do and the goal that you're trying to reach. And again, being patient along the way that it's gonna come off eventually. Um, I'm five years out now, five years. That's longer than high school. And I mean, think about high school and how long high school is. Um, when you walked in as a freshman from high school and then you walked out a senior, you're probably a completely different person. And you probably went through a whole bunch of different experiences. Well, I'm five years out. That's a year past my typical time in high school. It's a long time. And it's not that it took five years for me to get to my goal, but really I'm learning the maintenance game still five years out because I am facing a variable that I wasn't prepared for because I didn't know if it was going to happen and that's have a little girl you know my wife and I have been trying for you know now seven years up until we had Presley but we we wanted kids she had gone on Clomid which is kind of assisting the pregnancy process but because she had PCOS it wasn't happening so you know while I'm working on the journey I'm not really preparing for to, to have a, a child and how that intertwines with maintenance and sustainability. So really what I'm facing now, like I don't know if I would be able to get through what I'm getting through if I didn't prepare myself for this moment. It's rough. I mean, just kind of side determined here on, on dad life. It's rough. There's, there's no routine. There's no plan. There's no uh, system that you can put in place because every day, especially when she's four months now, Every day is different. No day is the same. No day is the same on when she sleeps, on if she's gonna get up, uh, what's gonna, every single day is different. And so, planning a routine. Okay, I'm gonna work out after work, I'm gonna put in this amount of time, I'm gonna be back. Like, no, what if something happens to where I need to be there? And I need to be available, I need to bring, um, you know, my wife gets home from work, so it works out perfectly where she spends time. But what if I need to run an errand after work when she gets home? then I gotta work out late. So that means between the time my wife got home and when I'm actually going out to do errands to get stuff done, like a good example today, and then go work out, then all of a sudden it's back to bed and there goes the day. Like, days like this are not the same like 
my wife gets home and I go work out. It's Every day is different. And to maintain, sustain is very difficult right now because I thrived in routine. I thrived in the same old, same old. And there is no same old, same old. So if what made me successful was the same old, same old routine and everything is fighting that, hello hardship on not gaining weight back. And I've seen the scale fluctuate probably up about 10 pounds. Um, not too concerned about it because my body fat percentage has stayed the way it is. So it's either water retention because of stress, um, body composition changes. I feel like my midsection has changed. You can see pretty easily when you pull the skin over to the side, you can see my, um, my abductors, is that what you call it? I can see my abs pretty clearly. Like I can see where the definition is between the little lines on your obliques and then the abs. So I can see it pretty clearly. And that's one thing that I check whenever I feel like I'm either gaining weight or I see a difference on the scale, is, is that still in place? And so I still see the body that's underneath my skin, so I don't trip out too much. But a lot of the consistency of this journey is just thrown out the window. And so this podcast is really intended for those starting the journey to prepare yourself for the success point because it's going to happen and not let it to deter you from your final goal. And then this is also for someone, are you there now? Have you gotten to a good point and you got comfortable or maybe something that I said kind of reminded you of your particular journey where you let up a little bit? Well, this is just a reminder to push yourself, constantly push yourself, change things up. Don't um, do the same workouts, introduce um, new foods so that you don't get bored and complacent with what you're eating. Uh, high intensity interval training has been essential for my success because it, I mean, the dusty five, that's one uh, thing I'm really going to enjoy about the uh, workout app that I'm working or the workout weight loss program that I'm working out with uh, the fit app is that it's got the dusty five incorporated in there. And so the dusty five is five different stations for 30 seconds and it's a different workout each time. And so with a different workout each time, you're not getting bored or complacent with the same old, same old, you're constantly mixing it up. And so you're constantly challenging yourself. So that's why I think I've seen such a good success with high intensity interval training is because it's always something different and it's not the same. It's always something fresh. It's always something uh, that, that keeps you on the edge because it's a different workout every single day. And so it's really important that if you're at that point of, you know, I, I relate with some of the stuff that was has been said to push yourself. Uh, look into high intensity interval training. I'll recommend it. Just make sure you get it cleared by your medical professional. Make sure that you're healthy and safe to perform high intensity interval training because health ultimately is the main focus. But if you're not in a good, healthy state to do that, I wouldn't. Uh, make sure that you're clearing it with a medical professional. And know that this time that you get into it or that you go after it, you are better positioned now to say, I'm not going to let up this time. I'm going to get to my goal no matter what, even if, even if there is a six month stall like myself in the very end. And you know what? That six month stall happened. I got through it and I've been maintaining for years now because I just stuck at it. So kind of the final words to say is stick at it, stick at it. Don't give up. Keep pushing, get to your goal. Um, go after what you want to go after and don't settle for half. Don't settle for almost don't settle for three quarters but go completely after your goal and um, relish in that joy that you pushed 
and that you didn't give up even through a, a six-month potential stall. So thank you so much for uh, listening to this podcast. I want to throw a shout out to anyone supporting the podcast. Honestly, it does help. And uh, there's monthly subscriptions from $0.99, cents, $4.99, and $9.99. And it pretty much comes out once a month, and it just directly supports the podcast. So that way we can keep bringing, uh, and I say we because I need to get my wife in here. But again, the balance of time, uh, I'm working on trying to get her in a podcast hopefully soon. Um, things may change coming up in the future. Uh, and that's of course, when we've got a a bigger announcement to share, we're working some things out before we share anything, but, um, she might be, um, might be able to do a little bit more. So we'll see what's coming ahead. Uh, but again, thank you so much for, um, listening to the podcast, supporting the podcast, and I will talk to you on the next one. Take care.